Gracious God, as we gather together in worship, we pray that you would speak to us, that you would calm the waters of our uncertainty and provide us with peace. We open ourselves to a word from you this morning, and it's in your Son, Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So this morning's scripture is, uh, I think, just one of those stories uh, within the Bible that is just a fun, like a fun story and one that's been told uh, on a number of different times. I'm sure if you grew up in the church or even if you're new to the church, you have found yourself uh, knowing this story or hearing about this story. Um, but I think that as I was reflecting on this story and then also this sermon series, Unraveled, um, I got a little bit new perspective, I'll be honest on it. And so... Um, the new perspective on it has to do with this idea of being unraveled. We started this new sermon series last week, and we talked about how that even amidst our lives, there's experiences of being unraveled. And I said that it's in those times that God meets us. And in fact, one of the things that we know is that, that we learn the most sometimes in those times of uncertainty. And they're, they're the times of transformation, even though we don't like those times, even though we want to get out of those valleys of our lives, God meets us there, and there's transformation to be found. Well, one of the things that I've often heard of this story is, you know, Peter, the hero of the story, right? I can tell you a little bit about uh, how uh, it's been interpreted to me in the past. Uh, Peter, or the disciples, see off in the distance this ghost-like figure. It happens to be Jesus, and Peter uh, decides to get out. He musters up the courage to get out on those waters, and he starts to walk until, you know, until he starts to see that the waves are coming up on him, and he starts to become a little less certain about his surroundings, and then he starts to sink in the water, and then, you know, he starts to sink and sink and sink, and eventually he calls out for Jesus. Jesus lifts him up, and the moral of the story is, oh, Peter, who had courage, didn't have the faith to stand on the water. And the other disciples didn't have the faith to get out of the boat. And if you just have the faith, you will not sink. And that is a great, nice and tidy, packaged moral for you to go away and have with you. Don't have a lack of faith ever. So if you're experiencing financial disparity, if you're experiencing any sort of difficulty, if you just have the faith, you won't sink. Plain and simple. And that's the way it's been interpreted to me on a number of times. But, you know, the reality is, is that we find ourselves right now amidst a global pandemic, and I'm sorry that you can have faith, but that's not changing the reality that we're in the midst of a pandemic. You can have faith, but you can still kind of feel like this table, like a hot mess of unraveled fabrics, that you don't have life together. The rhythms that we talked about last time may have been kind of coming apart. You know, schools that we are hoping to send our kids to on the 4th and now the 17th and then now next month and we're going to be doing online and, you know, the, uh, we're closing more than we're opening up here in Hawaii. And this feeling of un being unraveled and uncertain is here with us. And I think it's a, a kind of a, a misstep sometimes to interpret the Bible always into these, like, simple morals that you can go and take with you. 
Because what do you say to someone, honestly, if they're sinking in that moment? If they're feeling, if you are feeling uh, overwhelmed by the uncertainty, if you read this story as Peter had a lack of faith and started to sink, all you can tell to someone is, have more faith in God and things will get better. But I don't know about you, as much as I try, I can't muster up that sort of energy in God. I can't, like, just make myself have faith. And so I can't just go and and change my demeanor and change everything. I can spend time in prayer, sure. I can spend time uh, in fellowship. I can spend time in the Bible. I can spend time doing all these other things. But that does not change my emotions always. That does not change my faith in those times. And so just to say to someone, have more faith, doesn't always feel like good news to them doesn't feel like good news to me. When my life has felt unraveled at various times in my life, and someone has given me a response like, God won't give you anything more than you can handle, so just have faith. It didn't make me feel better. When someone says to you that God had a reason for these things to happen, we just have to have faith that God has this under control. Those comments don't make me feel better. Peter Why didn't you have the faith to stand with Jesus? But rather than reading that interpretation of this scripture like that, I want to invite you for a moment to put yourself into the story for a minute. I actually think this is a a much better way to read scripture sometimes is to look at the characters and to place yourself in the story because I think that the Bible, this story in particular, tells us a little bit about who we are and a lot of it about who God is. Not necessarily about what you must do, but about who we are and our disposition and how that relates to God. See, because I don't know where you are, but I imagine that you might be finding yourself as one of the characters within the story. You might be finding yourself in the boat with the other disciples, uncertain about all this pandemic stuff, uncertain about the economic situation, uncertain about whatever it is that's giving you uncertainty, and you might be grippled or paralyzed with anxiety, unable to to go beyond your fear, unable to go beyond your uncertainty, unable to go beyond, and so you're in the boat, maybe praying to God to save you, but you're in the boat. Or maybe you're like me and just so darn indecisive at times that you can't decide, well, should I get out of the boat and, you know, go out to Jesus or should I stay in the boat? Well, out of the boat, in the boat. And you kind of make your pros and cons and you strategize and you make the list and by the time you get done with that, Jesus is already in the boat with you. Or are you like Peter? Perhaps you're on a new adventure. And, you know, you step out with that courageous step. You move to Hawaii. You're already moved back to mainland. You have this new step in your life, and you're feeling confident and ready to go. You're starting a new job. You're starting a new school. I don't know what it is, but you're, like Peter, ambitious. And you may not know what's happening beyond, because, you know, none of us do with the pandemic. And so uncertainty is certainly there, but you have within you this energy to step out. And the the uncertainty doesn't stop you. In fact, it might even empower you to trust. And so you step out with courage, and you land on the water, and you feel the confidence and the the 
energy of being able to walk. Or perhaps you're Peter a few seconds after that, and you're sinking. Perhaps right now, amidst almost seemingly like a second wave of closures, you thought to yourself you couldn't make it through the first, and now you're being more isolated. Or perhaps, like many of us, you've dealt with some sort of trauma or difficulty during this time on top of the pandemic, and and you feel depression and anxiety overwhelming you, and, and you just don't feel like you can make it and you're sinking. See, those are three places I'm imagining that most of us in worship find ourselves within. One of those three characters. Either uncertain about what's going to happen, so we're just going to kind of keep safe in the boat as much as we can keep safe. Unable to choose maybe what's next and what we should do confident and ready to go, and just like Peter stepping out of that water, we have some sense of ambition and drive during this uncertain times. Or we're sinking, and we're calling out for help, and we're saying, Lord, save me. And so, I don't know where you find yourself amidst the uncertain mess of the table (laughs) that you see. But you know what character doesn't actually really change throughout this story? Jesus. See, if you put yourself in the story for a minute, you have these three responses. And mind you that the sort of uncertainty and the fear and the anxiety is amplified because this story just comes on the heels of John the Baptist being beheaded in Matthew, in the Gospel of Matthew. And the disciples go and they, and they tell Jesus about this traumatic event and, and they're fearful. And then all of a sudden this giant crowd gathers together and, you know, they're not sure how they're going to uh, feed everyone that's there. And then Jesus somehow miraculously feeds 5,000. So in the minute that they were uh, fearful for their lives because, you know, the, the man who baptized Jesus was dead, now they all of a sudden he uh, feeds 5,000 and does this miracle, and then now all of a sudden they're out on the boat, and so their life is up in a whirlwind, topsy-turvy, uncertain of what's going to happen next. And then you have those three dispositions. As this figure, this ghost-like figure starts walking to them, and they cry out in fear, and there's these dispositions of responses. And the whole time, as we find ourselves in one of those places, Jesus is walking on the water towards them. That God's disposition doesn't change throughout all of this, regardless of where the disciples found themselves. That for those that are sinking, Jesus reaches down and grabs them. For those that are confident, Jesus is there walking towards with a warm embrace. And for those in the boat, Jesus comes and sits down with them and brings peace. You might be totally uncertain right now, and that's okay, because God's love is coming towards you. 
Many of you know I like Paul and I like Romans. And Romans chapter 5 says that it's by faith that we are reconciled. I think there's a, a translation that I heard a professor say that um, really changes that dynamic. He asked the question to our, our class as we gathered, whose faith was the Apostle Paul talking about? And of course, uh, I've always heard it as it's our faith. We have faith in Jesus, and then we're reconciled. And he said, it's not your faith. It's the faith of Christ that reconciles us. That God comes to us, whether we like it, know it, believe it or not, and it's that faith that draws us in to God's embrace. And so during uncertain times, we find ourselves in all sorts of different ways responding to the times, but God's love for us doesn't change. God is coming towards us, and God is there with us, always, having the faith when we cannot, standing aside us when we step out in that risk. And if we're even paralyzed by doubt, uncertainty, or indecisions, God sits with us and brings peace over the chaotic waters. You see, uh, in the church, I, I've been talking to a, a couple of uh, parents about baptism, which we're going to do later in the service. And the thing about baptism is that baptism reminds us of the waters. The waters of God's grace that go before us. And it's in the water that we're reminded it's the faith of Christ, not whatever we're able to muster up. And so in the midst of the pandemic, amidst whatever you're going through, God's faith in you, God is coming towards you. God loves you. God is there to save you to pick you up when you're falling in the waters. And so later uh, this week, you're going to get more information about it, but I want to invite you to two things. One, we're going to be taking this fabric, and if you have some fabric like this at home, perhaps a shower curtain or a sheet, you can tear it. And what we want you to do during the next week or so is to write down something that feels unraveled in your life. Perhaps it's causing you uncertainty or grief or doubt. Something that leaves you kind of feeling like the table uh, of being unraveled in your life. And we're going to write it down, and you can either come by, like I said, at some point we can set these tables out during our office hours. You can come by and grab a fabric, and then you can write it and bring it back in. Or you can take your fabric at home and tear it off and then bring it in at some point. We'll have a, a basket for you to put it there. Or we're going to send out a Google form, and completely anonymous, we'll write it for you on one of these. 
And we're going to use these fabrics, and we're going to turn them into a piece of art later on, um, and we'll show you what that looks like. But the idea is that this is what God does with our doubt and uncertainty, is that we can freely give them to God because we find ourselves in different places with different feelings. And as much as I wish I could just say, have more faith or stop feeling this way, sometimes that's not the way it works. Instead, we offer who we are to God, who we can trust is coming towards us to make things right. And so that's one practice. And then the other, at some point, is to find yourself touching water. Whether it's in your shower, whether it's you, you're going to you know, cross the beach to go swim in the ocean. I don't care. But when you touch water, if you were here, we would invite you to come forward and, and touch the water with us. Or maybe it's when you wash your hands for your 20 seconds. And remember that it does not matter the disposition that you find yourself in. What's most important is that God's grace pours over you just like that water encompasses whatever you touch it with. That God's love is there. And so whether you are a disciple in the boat, whether you're Peter with the courage to stand out, whether you're Peter sinking and feeling lost, Jesus is there. I invite you to pray with me as our praise team is going to come up. Gracious and loving God, we give thanks that you are a God who loves us And that you are a God whose love pours over us like the water of the rain, like a wave over our head. And that we may find ourselves uncertain and unraveled by uncertainty, but we can lift up those doubts and anxieties and worries to you. Not that we must have the faith to get over it where all things will become perfect, but that we can trust that just like on that boat with the disciples, you're always coming towards us, there to bring us peace and there to pick us up out of the waters. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.